0: Welcome to 3rd Culture Block, a podcast where we talk about the experiences that have led us to art and who we are today. This is Muhammad Ismail,
1: Musal Jibreel,
2: and Ahmed Mustafa.
0: In light of the recent US elections, we decided to put our heads together and exchange views on how it will affect the political landscape where we live and everything in between.
1: Wow. all story time. Okay, story time. Stop! Well, back, I took a government class, um, and one really awesome thing about this government class was the professor. So imagine the first day of class, you're in a room full of um, predominantly white kids, and then you and, like, two other kids are the only people of color. So the professor was introducing himself, and imagine um, your professor saying the first day of class, um, Hi, I'm so-and-so. I am an Ethiopian immigrant, and I am here to teach you about your government. So, like, that set up the class and, like, the rest of the semester <laughs> to be an exquisite experience because, I don't know, man, <laughs> you're, in, you're <laughs> in, like, Trump town, right? And it's like, mm, let me tell you how your government actually works.
0: How, how Trump is this Trump town?
1: Oh okay so let's i mean it's <laughs> this
2: Georgia is, This is
1: Georgia this is Alpharetta freaking Georgia um where like you do have it's kind of diverse but it's like some of the white kids that come there are very like Forsyth County kind of humans where it's like very anti immigration very um you know just narrow minded in their own way and I quote willfully ignorant um, like these are kids who who just genuinely like if it doesn't affect them they don't care so there's this one time in the class um, the professor was like we're talking about being global citizens and blah, blah 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 and what it means to be a global citizen and he asked he was like so um, see a show of hands of how many of you consider yourselves to be global citizens. And I'm the quiz stylist sitting there in her chair. And I'm like, without hesitation, I was like, duh, I'm a global citizen. Everything that happens in the world affects me. And um, I raise my hand. Like, just without hesitation, immediately. And then I look around the room, not a single other soul raised their hand. And I was just like, wow. America. And so... <laughs> Um, the professor asked, like he asked them, like, why don't you guys consider yourself global citizens? Like, why does the rest of the world not matter? They're like, well, if it doesn't, like, once again, if it doesn't affect me immediately, and it doesn't affect my everyday life, I really don't care.
2: If it ain't happening here. <laughs> it's like,
1: and it's not even like the US, but here's the thing, it's not even like, What's happening in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. At this point, they're like, what's happening within my neighborhood? They're a little safe haven of wow. Alpharetta, Georgia. You're
0: zoning. your public you know? school zoning, yeah. right?
1: Um, if it's out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. And, like, these are the same kids who were like, oh, yeah, Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. Oh, yeah. Like, um, the government doesn't because it's illegal to um, racial profiling is illegal. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just because something is illegal doesn't mean it doesn't happen. And these kids genuinely believe that racial profiling doesn't happen within the system. And they genuinely believe that. um,
2: Well, if you see right here, I wrote it on this paper and it says, don't be bad. And so, (laughs) you know, then everyone, no one can be bad. No one can be bad. It's there. Yeah, so we just finished the presidential election, and there was a result. Um, Go Biden. Biden 2021, I guess. 2021? That's so weird. I feel like it's supposed to be, like, even numbers. You know what I mean?
1: Well, the election happens on an even number, but...
2: That's fair. That's fair. So Biden um, 2020, it is official. We voted him in, and um, I think that's kind of the impetus for this whole episode. So, like, Biden... What does that mean for us? I said, "Bye, Don." I'm literally for the US, like U.S. Um, but much. yeah, um, and I think part of the interest in this is that you know um, a lot of people are just excited to kind of have like local, like this is the first step in a lot of steps to fixing problems here in the U.S. But I think on a foreign kind of scale, like on a on a global scale. Um, Mohammed, you talked about that post where uh the US kind of influences the whole world.
0: Right. Um I was on Twitter, uh, ill advisedly <laughs> and I had a few Americans sort of um tweet at me saying, you know, why are you saying why are you paying so much you know, why are you paying such close attention to the political system in the US? Just focus on the UK, it's not your country, blah, 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 blah. But the sad truth of it all is um, when America sneezes, the rest of us get a cold. And a lot of Americans don't realize this or they don't pay attention to this. Just to kind of go back to the point of your story with Saad, um, they don't realize that the world is now a global village. Mm-hmm. And when you are a superpower, any decision you make we'll affect will have an effect the rest of the world
1: yeah especially when you have um i don't know U.S. was uh, military bases in almost every country you know. right
2: right exactly it should have become apparent at the very beginning of kind of the trump administration when all of the trade agreements pretty much just got trashed um and like it seems like people pay attention to that but not necessarily consider the effects of that right so like the U.S. makes very little on its own soil nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of that is external mm-hmm. and so, and imported, right? And that's just kind of like shown off by all of these sudden entrepreneurs who are doing like drop shipping and stuff through like AliExpress or Alibaba or whatever. I think the reason Americans don't really pick up on it is that like the business language of the world is English because America's kind of impressed that upon the world, but we haven't here in the states we haven't really had to make adjustments for um, for other countries. You know, it's like, oh, send your schools to the states for education. Or you have to learn English so you can do this. So that just makes all the US like, citizens like, oh, I don't need to learn another language, or I don't need to go to any other countries because this is the best country in the world, oh, you know? Oh, God, that makes me so mad. um And so that kind of thinking like oh i don't need to be globalized the only reason globalization matters is so because everyone else needs to conform to us
0: yeah had they been us they wouldn't feel the need to be global citizens because they would just be happy being americans and that, and that's the end of that
2: yeah. right but don't immigrate here
1: don't immigrate <laughs> 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 and, if you're, and if you like somehow got yourself here, like you need to conform and
2: become learn wise. the language,
1: learn the, which is the, my yeah. Biggest please problem. don't
0: come to the U.S. and steal my job as a brain surgeon, my please.
1: Right,
2: <laughs> <laughs> says the says the 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 cashier. You know,
1: going back with the whole like language, like everybody speaks English, so therefore we don't have to learn other languages. But when other people come here, like, you need to learn the language. Like stop speaking whatever language that is you're speaking. Stop speaking Allah.
0: Stop speaking Allah. Wow. That's a new one. I've not heard that yeah. one before. Don't, like,
1: don't
2: speak Muslim
0: at it's me. Just,
1: they get so uncomfortable by people speaking a different language. And i just like, okay, well, um, do you do the same thing when you travel abroad? Oh, no, no, you don't. You just automatically assume everybody else speaks English. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. cool and
2: cool, that's perpetuated because, you know, people do speak English. <laughs> like you go like, most anywhere mm. in Europe, you're just going to find people who will speak English with you.
0: It's brilliant. It's the lingua franca, right? Yeah. Which is which is fair enough. The problem is, though, I feel a lot of the time they are somewhat forced to learn broken English just because they know the tourists coming over will make zero effort in learning the local language. Even the please and thank yous and where can I find this?
2: That's totally true. The tourist companies have to learn kind of the language And that's the expectation. Yeah. They don't expect tourists to learn it at all. Like when we went to Kenya for our honeymoon, we shocked and surprised everybody there by, you know, taking time to learn the words that they taught us and actually use those words.
1: And then asking for for me, I just find it, it's like my responsibility if I visit another country, like to put in effort to learn the language, at least like the basic stuff. So over there, like it was, um, they're saying that tourists don't know more than please not even please you just know thank you and hello and then, like even with the hello it's like the tourist way of saying hello right so if you say like jambo that means you're a tourist and if you say mambo you you know what's up
2: because Ma- mambo has that like uh
1: like kind of like
2: no yeah but also it like in a tourist sense it kind of like touches on like oh mambo number five it's like, so it's like the tourists get jambo yeah. because mambo if saying mambo would be confusing is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, I just made it up. Um. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty I don't remember saying that.
1: Yeah. So they like, or like, and, and then even like, and Hakuna Matata, which is something that they actually say. They use it in their everyday life. Right. But it's like, but those are like the only things that they learn how to say. Um, Jumbo, Asantisana, which is thank you, and Hakuna Matata, which is no worries literally like means no worries. but like
2: that's because of lion king
1: uh-huh well they know that because of lion king but they're like oh wow it's really a thing it's not just a disney thing it's oh, okay it's so, like swahili is a mixture of bantu and arabic um so it was easier for us to pick up the language but also we found like it was important to at least try to make an effort so we knew how to say like a bunch of different things by the end of our our visit and it just not only it like surprised them but it it brought them joy and it made them feel good that like you know these these people from from abroad are like trying to learn the language and and to kind of understand the culture versus like hello i am american show me everything and you better speak english or else i don't know what to do um kind of
0: right if you don't, if you don't understand my English, then I will continue to raise my voice until you do understand English.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, um, no, there's no efforts of code switching. Yeah.
0: There was an alarming number of Muslims who voted for Trump this time round, like a staggering number.
2: And it's funny because when you look at that, like as a demographic, like Muslims, right? And then you ask like okay so what is the what was the driving factor for your vote i think maybe 70 80% of the time when i ask that question um, the answer is oh i just like you know maybe i don't really agree with him you know values wise but you know economics he does a lot that benefits like you know my business right and you know and uh, benefit le- allows me to have less oversight from the american government and you just kind of take a pause there to think that A demographic of people based around like a faith especially a faith that's you know core tenants one of the five core tenants is charity and you know giving to the people and saying oh you know it's not like a values thing you know i don't really agree with him um but you know he helps me get a lot more in my pocket and you just like it's hard to hard to pallet
0: right because principles have gone out the window haven't they
2: Mm -hmm. for voting especially
0: yeah it's no longer about let me vote for the person who's going to be the greatest good for the greatest amount of people it's let me see who's going to
2: benefit me the most me myself and
0: i
1: the individualistic ideology of america
2: i mean yeah and i think that might have been a byproduct of having to vote the the lesser evil so many times
0: which is a sad state of affairs, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah. When you are reduced to voting for the lesser of two evils, there is a major problem with the electoral system Mm -hmm. and there is a major problem with democracy
2: then. I think you're right. You have two people that may not necessarily um, like align with your values, but that doesn't matter really. Um, Because there are two parties, you are either Democrat or Republican. And if you vote independent or if you vote some other person, you're throwing away your vote. Right. Yeah. And so that mentality is just like I was talking to one of my friends where it's like I was I was obviously going to be voting for Biden. Um, and my rationale, like when he boiled it, when when we are having the conversation, he said, well, I'm going to vote for the person who best meets my values. Right. And so if that's Democrat or if that's like independent or that's whatever, like or libertarian or whatever, I'm going to vote that way. I legitimately got mad for a second. I was just like, what do you mean? You're not going to vote Democrat. You're going to allow or you're going to give your vote to Trump. That
1: it's sad that that's
2: a that fact. thought process is, is, is toxic or it's just like, oh, no, you can't. You no longer vote for what you believe in. You vote the most tactically sensible, sensible, sensible way. And right. That's sad and i think that plays into the whole like like apathy here in the states where it's like you know yeah, i we have two parties to pick from and i don't really fully align with either but that's all my options kind of thing
0: as things currently stand at the time of the recording of this podcast boris johnson our prime minister has children of immigrants in cabinet he has Rishi Sunak, who is the Chancellor, and he has Priti Patel, who is the Home Secretary. So arguably very powerful positions within the Cabinet, right? And the Cabinet is essentially the closest ministers to the Prime Minister. Yeah, I just want to say... His closest advisors.
2: Like, I have no idea what any of these positions or things mean. Like, that's how that's how <laughs> bad I am.
0: <laughs> the Chancellor is essentially the person responsible for the economy. Uh, he will make announcements and decisions about... For example, currently, uh, there's a furlough scheme that he's put into action. Uh, so he will be the one coming out for in, during the press conferences. Um, and there is a tradition where the chancellor will actually come out downing the street in front of the cameras with a, a red briefcase. The budget box or the red briefcase is an insight into how the government plans on spending the country's money for that year, right? So it is a very powerful position for Rishi Sunak to be in. And then you have uh, Priti Patel, who is the Home Secretary, or the Secretary of State for the Home Department. And that entails uh, law enforcement in England and Wales, matters of national security, issues concerning immigration, oversight of the security service MI5, right? So again, an incredibly powerful position to be in. Looking at this superficially, you would celebrate this, right? you would want to celebrate that but when you take a look at these people's backgrounds
2: they're un- it sounds like they're unrelatable
0: they are completely unrelatable to immigrants I- i'll give you an example pretty patel voted leave when it came when it came to brexit mm.
1: uh.
0: and she identified with margaret thatcher if you know anything about margaret thatcher it is that she was completely out of touch with anyone below middle class she completely just ruined the economies of the north industry heavy and industry reliant cities were just decimated and people of the north actually celebrated her death that's how bad and that how out of touch she was with those people so for someone like priti patel to come out a child of immigrants who only immigrated to the uk in the 1960s To come out and say Margaret Thatcher was her political heroine is deeply disturbing and and a devastating insight into how she intends to use her political power. Because instead of helping immigrants, she's actually making it more difficult for people to come over. And I guarantee you the majority of immigrants and children of immigrants in the UK view her, as well as Rishi Sunak, as simply token immigrants within the cabinet just so Boris Johnson can turn around and say, look, look how diverse I am. I have a woman and she's brown. I have a man and he's brown.
2: People are really worried about that with like the Kamala Harris pick. Is she going to be tokenized or is she like an opportunity for huge change in a position of power in the States?
0: Oh, also, Preeta Patel was caught meeting secretly with Israeli officials. Oof.
1: I've seen, like, a handful of people bring that up about, for example, like, Kamala Harris. And they're like, oh, well, Kamala Harris has openly admitted that she supports um, Israel and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what American politician hasn't? It's one of the things that the world hates, except for Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is, like, one of the few people who's, like, who denounces Israel. Also, like, seeing things floating around. Like, there was that picture the other day where it's, like, two images of the same... um, war plane dropping bombs one of them is republican and it's just the war plane dropping bomb and the other one is democrats it's a war plane dropping bombs with with like bumper stickers on it of you know more like liberal incentives like the the tail of the plane has um the gay pride flag on it and um she can do it on there and like like different like you know more liberal ideologies just a bumper sticker on the same plane dropping bombs for a lot of people, I'm not going to say for most, I can't, but for a lot of people that I know at least, voting Biden-Harris wasn't voting Biden-Harris, it was voting Trump out, and we know that they have different agendas, but it's like a lot of organizers and um, other like politicians and, and public officials that do kind of um, represent more of like our ideologies, one thing that they're going to try to do is, like, continuously, like, hold them accountable more. Um, so there are more candidates that you can work with, question mark, versus Trump just does whatever he feels like doing that morning of um kind of thing. And, like, even now, with the election going on, he's a sore loser. And he's like, oh, no, it was election fraud and blah 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 i demand like it's all like legal and illegal votes and blah 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 and it's just like
0: well he he called the result before the vote was even before all the votes were even counted he said i won yeah and then and he did that on purpose to set the stage of i've won therefore i know my followers are going to believe me because i am the second coming apparently to some of them and if the official result comes out saying i lost then they will know that I've been cheated out of this election.
1: Yeah. There's, like, a lot of um, a lot of coup rhetoric going around. And, like, it's just, you know, like, he hasn't even conceded yet. Like, he is not acknowledging his defeat. <laughs> and so, I don't know about you, but that's red flags and alarming. And it's like, everyone's like, oh, we can breathe now. And it's like, no, 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 no. We have, like, a small little pause of, like, okay, at least we know who actually won and it's like okay and now there's still a lot of fighting to like you know and a lot of action items and a lot of things to work on and like nobody can breathe until January 2021 um when when it's 100% official and he's out of the white house
2: Israeli occupation is something that we kind of consider in our voting, right? But your average American voter is like, yeah, that's Israel over there, you know, that's the there American. Are ally. They're yeah, they're our American ally, like they're a recognized country. Like any any sort of propaganda that's p- pushed about, oh, it's all desert. There's no villages there. Like we're just kind of like taming this area, you know. Um, that. That, I mean, not even that level of thought, I think, gets into it. I think um, for us, we think about, oh, okay, so, like, what is Trump about? Trump's about, like, maintaining oil coal, oil and coal, like, jobs in the U.S. and, like, in, investing in that, right? In and the military,
1: there's, military. We are a military
2: state. And military, period. right? And so those things are traditionally reasons to... Um, mess up the Middle East, right? Or, like, to get involved in, in Libya or get involved in other places, like, either by force. Yeah. See
0: the military-industrial complex.
2: Yes, exactly, exactly. Versus, like, you know, some people would see that and they're like, oh, no, green rights, and, like, uh, like we've got to save the planet. And it's like, yeah, that's true, but also, like, there's this other level that we're having to consider that I don't think your average voter is, like, really looking into.
1: With the whole um, immigration and um, the 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 children in cages and Black Lives Matter and police brutality and blah 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 like those are things that are going to be addressed and the the nation's not going to stay quiet about um, the Muslim ban like th- things like that have already been implemented that just like that the first step is like undoing things. Everybody's aware of the lesser evil paradigm, but first things first, undo that what's already like been done by the Trump administration.
0: Just to qualify that, Biden has pledged that on day 1, he will rejoin the Paris Climate yeah. Agreement. Like that's for him that's like an essential day 1 sort of yeah. thing. And that that gives you an insight into what sort of presidency it's exactly what you said Wissad. It's a it's a He's going to spend the first few months just undoing yeah. everything Trump has done. What has essentially damaged America's reputation around the world. Yeah.
2: Right. Like, undo the Muslim ban. Undo the trade agreement, like, fallouts. Undo some of the public statements about different leaders across the world. <laughs> fix COVID! Fix, I don't
1: know. What do you mean, <laughs> fix COVID? No, not
2: fix
1: COVID. But, you know, like, like we do that whole, like... Um, yeah, we
2: saw this whole thing is that, like, she uh, wants to, uh... she wants she wants like to shut off america again
1: america's already shut off no i mean like like like,
2: actually like like quarantine properly
1: is back in lockdown and like i think germany was there were talks about like germany potentially doing it like all of these responsible more responsible than the u.s i mean countries are um like when numbers are spiking they're like okay Let's uh simmer it down. Let's simmer it down a little bit. While here it's like the numbers are spiking. Let's spike them up some more. <laughs> if <laughs> Pool we stop party.
2: if we stop taking tests, the number will go down. Uh,
1: if you stop counting votes, then I will win. <laughs> if you stop
2: what is it, stop the vote counting. <laughs>
1: like, can you believe that? People actually bombarding so the vote the, 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 the um stop the count. Yeah, stop like with, the, like that was that was the, the riots, to- but
2: like I, what what, what mind-boggled me is, like, listening to, like, the Trump campaign while the votes were being counted. Like, they're, like—it um, was on Fox News I showed we saw. So Fox News, n- notoriously conservative Republican kind of news station. And, like, I forget her name, but Trump's, like, campaign manager is on an interview, and she's saying, what we're advocating for is counting votes in some states but not in others. Um, What? Yes. So that was what she was advocating for because there might be some fraudulent and then Fox News cuts her off, like cuts her off and says, hey, we actually can't condone this kind of like accusation. Like this isn't fact checked or anything. Like Like, we can't just say the other party's like putting in fake (laughs) votes. This is really messed up. Like, and I was like, Fox, even
0: you know. (laughs) you know you've messed know up when fox when news has had enough of
2: you right <laughs> Like it was like it was like trump trump could literally like uh like what w- literally when when trump came out and like had those police like brigades knock out like a bunch of protesters at the white house so he could go to the chapel mm. and like swing the bible mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. like that wasn't like fox news you could tell was a little uncomfortable like trying to publicize that like but it was like hey, you know he's, he's keeping up like christian values. But like Fox News this time was like, listen, you can't be saying nope. this. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope, nope. No, nope. No. No, no. You've no, gone no, too no. far even Yeah. You like
0: You know what's I, funny though? Even when they were chanting Stop the count, stop the count, you could have just retorted, You'd still lose. You just, You'd yeah, still lose. Yeah. Like, yeah. You are losing just- You're losing you lost by four million votes. Oh, right. And Trump Trump said well, how come all the all the votes that they're counting from the mail-in ballots are for the Democrats? That's because you told the Republicans not to vote with mail-in ballots. And additionally, you like, told them not to do it. I the
2: know. the the Democrats are the ones who are more seriously taking this whole quarantine thing. So like, you've got your whole fan base coming out to the polls to do their votes, but then like, anyone else who's afraid of the virus is going to be mailing in their ballots. Yeah. Right. Right. And, exactly. and, and, and like for me i was like okay yeah if you stop counting you're going to lose but when i heard that where it was um it was like no we just want you to stop counting in some states you know it's just like wait that you you realize that sounds wrong right that's not how like it's like it, oh biden's going to listen to the scientists it's like but but wait yeah. like that is kind of how it works you have to get all the information you can't just like pick some that's kind of like how science is right
1: <laughs> he's gonna listen to the science
2: oh, my, oh god. my god it's uh i'm just here yeah.
1: for all of the memes it made the election process a little less painful i don't know it just kind of like you know where it's like self-soothing with with humor heals or whatever it just, like, everyone bringing the humor to the table, it just made it all better.
2: Yeah, I think this Less year's been, hiding. like, a really great year for memes, just 2020 it's throughout.
0: Just... This is a very Libyan trait, by the way. <laughs> Whenever you go into just complete <laughs> yes. political turmoil, you make jokes you make because it. you've got nothing else.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, I was just talking about it the other day where you're just, like, like you're in the sala, you're in, like, the, the like room with cushions, everyone's just sitting, and then, like, you hear, like, Gunfight outside, duk, 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 duk. and everyone's quiet for a second. There's like holes in the wall that like, bullets came through, and then everyone just starts arguing. Oh, no, it's 50 caliber. Oh, no, it's 40 caliber. Oh, you idiot. It's you don't know. Like, actual... everyone just like starts joking about, like, oh, what caliber a bullet was and like arguing about that
1: it. It was a pastime thing, especially when the electricity was out. Mm-hmm. We we're just sitting outside in the Jnan, and it's like, oh, no, I'm pretty sure that's. <laughs>
2: No, it's like, so, wow. you're sitting in the street and you're like oh that's a 14 and a half it's like is that even a caliber I, I don't know <laughs> yeah, cali- <laughs> yeah, right.
0: even during the Gaddafi era by the way mm. in hushed tones people were making cracking jokes oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah
2: no I, uh, that's like that's how we deal
0: if I don't make jokes if I don't laugh I'm gonna cry mm. in, take away my sarcasm. in the fetal position
2: yeah no, the humor definitely allows people to, like, deal with certain – like, I remember with the uh, Trump's first, uh, like, uh, election where he won against Hillary, like, the joke that was going around was, you know, everyone was like, oh, you know, we dirty Hillary with her emails. Do you, you even know what she did in Benghazi? And it's like people – I remember talking to some Libyan friends. It's like, oh, you know, I bet – i know most of america doesn't even know where benghazi is like where where in the world is what country is benghazi it's like i've been there do you know where benghazi is? it's like oh, it's south america or something i was like i'll kill you i'll kill oh you lord. dead <laughs> oh so, lord but, but that dirty hillary it's like you don't even you're just picking taking cities and saying how bad she is i'm like oh my god what's going on?
0: So, guys, have you ever been told that voting is haram or not permissible?
2: What? No. no. What? I'm afraid of it. Yeah, if anything, I've heard the opposite. Um,
1: women should vote. Be- women in Islam can vote.
2: Yeah. That's
0: very interesting because there are many... I don't know whether they qualify as imams, but they are definitely clerics who have touted this belief system of voting is impermissible because it's an imitation of the West. You know, this very this very what? shallow mentality of oh, anything that comes from the West, absolutely anything is forbidden. Yeah. And we touched upon this, I think, in, in one of the episodes where we spoke about, uh, you know, Tamim Ansari's book mm-hmm. about um, a destiny disrupted and how they were three camps right one that said e- everything from the west is bad ignore yeah, it yeah, yeah. another one said everything from the west is good we should embrace it that's why they're they're more advanced and then the third camp that said let's be somewhere in the middle we have our Muslim identity but you know what they're coming up with a lot of good ideas let's look into it
2: right and 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 like Islam isn't like like pretty clearly outlines that if you're living in another country your job is not to usurp the 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 country nor is it to, um, uh, like, ignore its rules altogether. Like, you have to understand, like, the adat or, like, the traditions that are happening around you. And you have to abide by the rules. This as if you're, like, a guest or something. Yeah. And I, and I think part of being a citizen is voting. And I can't believe Because, like, the, the general consensus is, like, you know... Uh, is this is this 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 is written in Islam but like always you know refer to your local imam and that's wild for me to hear that like a
1: local, local imam don't says don't,
2: don't vote right like that just strikes me as setting yourself up for failure it's like we' we have to fight for religious freedom you have to fight for you know uh, uh, freedom of speech you have to vote for these things to make sure that they remain Heaven. that's crazy. I remember specifically there was um there was a khutbah kind of and I not to make this like religiously focused but just to kind of talk about you know a experience that I had that was kind of intersectional it made everybody really cry in the uh, in the masjid but basically the the meat of it was that if you aren't like uh, the the story kind of sums up to this where a like they had bought this mosque that they were in like they had just purchased the mosque and it was the mosque that i was sitting in and it used to be like an old kind of like chapel or church or whatever and it got repurposed to be more like meshidi. and they bought it from you know the the pastoral group that was there and you know as they were as they were leaving the, the you know religious organization they were buying it from kind of turned to them and said, you may have it now, but know that your kids are going to be making it back into a church or whatever. And it's like...
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. And it,
2: it, it was like this very heartfelt th- moment where everyone in the mosque knew it was true, right? Because they weren't playing an active role in advocating for their community they weren't playing an advocate role in like the american system they were isolating themselves to be like all right i'm hanging out with my libyan friends you know and we do like our community events and then we drag our kids along and they kind of hate it you know um rather than engaging like and, and the the message was engage in your communities engage with your government engage with voting um engage with uh like fighting for your right to practice your religion here because if you don't then your culture your faith these establishments that we've worked so hard to build they mean nothing right mm-hmm. we're basically just going to give it back to the status quo of, of here and I, I just remember it was like the first time I'd ever seen my dad just kind of like cry openly in public if you don't elect officials or are actively try to fix that in society by voting or by participating in like the the groups that you're in then it's you're just you're almost perpetuating it with all that being said i think um there have been some some moves to uh, enlightenment and to improvement. I think the movement saying that okay, voting Trump out is the first step. That is like that recognition is huge here in the states. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, there is a lot of hope for people starting to actually care, even if it if it's uh, jump started by caring about the earth, or jump started about caring about your pocket. Because certain places aren't as stable as they need to be to make you money, like this, whether we like it or not, globalization is starting to affect the states, um, and you have people here who are, you know, at least wary of China and wary of of Russia, and so they start to become more aware of it and wanting to do business there, and I think we're on the right track for the states and the people here in the states to start recognizing that they live on a globe instead of
1: just the United States,
2: just the U.S., yeah.
0: And I think that's probably the most powerful argument for why everyone should feel the need to become a global citizen. I think the biggest positive of being a global citizen today is the means we have to create an equal global society. The technology that we have has made it easier than ever for us to kind of overcome these grand problems. So the means are there. The growing movement behind becoming global citizens is there. And I honestly see a very bright future for this sort of mentality of creating a more just world for everyone.
2: Yeah, if anything, I feel like COVID has um, traveling constipated us enough that after it's we've got a vaccine, everyone's going to be going out and trying to travel and see worlds and see places that are being posted about and to a certain extent I think that'll be a great way to um, jumpstart a generation of globalized peoples
0: thank you so much for listening in these have been some of our thoughts hopefully some of the things we covered will spark healthy discussions amongst you and your friends Let us know what kind of conversations you end up having by messaging us on Instagram and Twitter. This is Mohammed Ismail. Ahmed Mustafa.
1: And we saw Jibreel.